Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation happens. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride from author to author. We want to give you an experience where you learn and enjoy the conversation. Authors tell you about their journey, you learn about new books, and at the end of the day, you go home with a smile on your face because the Author's Porch is a beacon of light bringing you home to the family you never knew you had. We hope that you enjoy the show. I'm sorry. (laughs) I got the giggles right before we went live because (laughs) there's a reason. So we're having a little bit of technical difficulties, so I'm going to be talking really loud. So if I'm yelling at y'all, just turn your volumes down because I need to make sure that we can hear each other. So listen, if I get the giggles here, I'm going to introduce the show. So if my voice squeaks like a 15-year-old boy, it's all right. It's okay. So everybody, welcome to the Author's Porch where every great conversation happens. And it happens because we trusted Brendan and Vomsey at Master Talk to show us the power of effective communication. We also make sure we have a great cup of coffee from Third Day Coffee Seguin, a Christ-centered, veteran-owned coffee company. Today on the show, we are excited because we've been looking forward to this conversation with Alan Little. How are you doing, Alan? I'm doing well. How about you? I am doing good. Other than you're going to hear me squeak my voice like a 15-year-old boy. And I love to laugh at myself, so I'm totally not embarrassed at all, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, you screaming at everybody else, but I can barely I can barely you know hear you. But I, we're They're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. I'm going to mix the audio after this to make sure when we get it on the podcast platform uh-huh. that we're going to get it fixed. Because you know what? It's all about a great conversation. That's what it's all about. So guys, um, Alan is hailing from, he was born in a small town in Rockingham, North Carolina, and he has five siblings. And I don't know how his mother and father did it, but they, they birthed a wonderful human being with another five wonderful human beings. And he is extremely successful in the urban fiction community with a couple series under his belts, as well as he is the talent acquisition. Now y'all need to remember Mr. Allen here. He is the talent acquisition at Playtime Multimedia and Publishing. Now all the authors out there, don't be trying to look up at his name and find him and everything when you're trying to get your books published. Not just yet. Okay, let us finish the interview. Although uh, he is very passionate about his writing talent, he also spends a lot of his pastime with his family, traveling, playing sports. And this one I need to hear a little bit about real quick, okay? Uh, his need for speed, the drag strip. So tell me more about that real quick because, you know, I'm originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. We got the Indy 500 in the brickyard now. So, yes. I mean, I got a little bit of a speed head here and not the, you know, the... Um, you know, the other stuff I'm talking about, like cars. <laughs> yes. And surprisingly, I have, I used to go to a lot of the round tracks. I, I go to a lot of drag strips. And one of my main, um, one of my main passions is, is, is racing. And I always, I fell in love with the, with a Mustang. And I have one now. I've had about five or six. So that's my favorite car. And, and, and every time I turn around, if I see one, I gotta have it. I'm trying to get a new one now. I got a, I got a 16 now, and um, 
it's getting what old, year? so I'm thinking about getting the 22, something like that. What year Mustang is your favorite? Well, it's, it's got to be the 64 to 65 Fastback. That's 1969. Favorite, you know? No, 1969. Cherry apple yes. red with some gold flakes. Oh, my. With tan leather interior, wood grain. Yes. That's mine. Now, if you can find one, good luck. I, I know. So my dad is from a podunk little town in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. I grew up on a dirt gravel road halfway and half in the city. And yeah. my dad, they've got all those old cars. So before I get too old to drive, I'm going to have it eventually. So do you think, now let me ask you this. So I think a lot of old heads that love those type of cars. Yes always have these adventure stories in their heads like we come up with the craziest stories when you're driving at these fast speeds because you come back and you tell these amazing stories whether it happened or not you're telling uh -huh. these amazing stories and you write urban fiction right yes so you just had a new release come out can you tell us the name of that new release and does it have anything to do about your need for speed well, the new release is, is called Beneath the Surface of the Skin. And I wrote that novel with a lot of the things that, that's going on now, mm -hmm. that's in the, in the world today as far as diversity and everything like that. And I, you know, we always see, it's, it's about an interracial relationship. So it's about two different cultures coming together to make one. And, and instead of me doing it as far as like a, a male or African-American male, I did it with a, a African American female, and she fell in love with the. He's a, he's a neurosurgeon. His name is Brad. And he's a white guy, but he's he come from down in the deep south, Alabama, and she's from North Carolina. So it's two different cultures that came together. So they have to come together. It's so much adversity, you know. And and I did it where, you know, you have so much hate, and I just made it where love wins over hate, and it's an awesome story, man. I can't wait to especially you get your copy and, and read it, man. It's, I just can't wait. It's an awesome book. Yeah. Y'all know I love to read and I love this. I any story where love wins over hate. Yes. I'm all about because I absolutely love, love plain and simple. I'm all about peace and love yes. and where the world just doesn't have all the things that it has right now that keeps everybody apart. Right. Yes. So, where did you get the inspiration for it? What was the thing that told you this is the book that I need to write? Because I, I started out writing, you know, as a lot of us do, I started out writing a lot of urban fiction. And it was so easy for me to write about that because once upon a time I was in that lifestyle. But mm -hmm. once I changed my life, I wanted to do something that I can, the community can, I can get something back, give something back to the community. And, you know, when I see kids and stuff growing up now, you know, they have no structures and things like that. So they'll try to the first thing they'll do is they'll try to move toward maybe the left or the right and not stay in the center, you know, and, and a lot of one parent homes and stuff like that. And I was fortunate to have both of my parents and I didn't have to go that route. But, you know, yeah. we always make bad decisions and bad choices. And it's just my way of trying to, you know, be a part of the you know, a solution instead of the part of the problem and stuff like that. So I yeah. wrote, and to be honest, the book really comes together. The child, the children in the book really brings it together as a whole. 
and it's when you it's it's a tearjerker. And Is also it? love it's gonna make you smile. You may cry a little bit, but it's it's an awesome oh. read. Don't make me cry now, Alan. I got I don't do crying, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be but I will. It's, it's gonna be tears book. of joy. That's <laughs> okay. the thing I like. I like the yeah. tears of joy. I could do tears of yes. joy. So you say you write from there's a white male, an African American female. So my question is, when you were writing from the white male perspective, how was that? How was it getting in that headspace as an African-American male yourself? How did you get into a white male's headspace? I think that it's more or less when you're a writer and it's a gift that's really a gift that's given to you from the most high. You can kind of relate because I can I don't know what it is. I can just like I do. I'm doing this interview now. I could do a whole book on this interview tomorrow. I could do really? a, it's, it's just a gift. And I, I I have friends who who have, you know, African American girlfriends. And I just kind of go about some of their situations and stuff like that. And I see it every day. And you know, you see a lot more with the African American male and the white female, but you don't see it that much, vice versa. So that's why I changed it like that. And plus, she's going through her issues with, you know, everyday life situations. She has an eating disorder. She used to be have an mm-hmm. hourglass figure, but she gained over 100 pounds when she went into a depression stage. So it battles depression. So you have to battle depression and stuff like that. You know, everything to, to and he helps her get through that. So that's the kind of book that I want. I just want to kind of reach and touch different, different, you know, masses and stuff like that and be able to reach out and touch, you know, different genders. Yeah, absolutely. Before we go too much further, I just want to let you know you've got some audience members um, here listening to the interview. And if you don't mind, I want to pop them up on the screen and let them know that we appreciate them being here. We've got Theodore LaCrosse. He's an avid reader in our the Author Sports groups and page. He's always here. And he's just, he's just an awesome um, person who comes and supports us so much. So thank you for being here, Theodore. Damn, I said appreciate it from the heart. Thanks. And we've got the CEO himself, Tyrell Player. Good evening, Playtime oh. Multimedia and Publishing. He's here supporting. And uh, Paul Landry saying it's okay. He was he was there with me when I was saying that I'm shouting at everybody. So, Paul, Paul. thank you for being here. <laughs> uh, Tyrell shouting out your book. You can order Alan's book at PlaytimeMM.com. Yes. I got that right. Okay, good. And uh, Tyrell's telling us that the book has many layers and it flows well. Well, I know that uh, I talk with Elizabeth, who uh, is here as well. She says, uh, is sending me a copy, which I'm super excited because you guys know I read. Like, I was reading right before I came on here, uh, and yes. it's all about marketing. I was reading a book about marketing. So, Elizabeth, my friend, is teaching me some marketing stuff, and I'm reading about it as well. And we have Eli Green. Look at my big, look at my man, Big Al. What up, dude? <laughs> What's going on, Eli? Yes. Okay. Oh, and Theodore says, thank you. Or you're welcome. So he wanted to let you know he's still here watching. So when, when you're writing, what, what is your, what is your process um, of writing? When you sit down, where does your headspace go? Do you, do you know what you're going to write or do you wait for the characters to tell you what you're going to write? Well, yes, I believe it or not. When you, when you're an author, you, even when you're on your job, you're thinking about titles. 
and me and the same me and Tyrell, we used to sit down sometimes. Sometimes we just write titles and stuff like that. So when you're writing, you definitely once you start thinking and, and or collaborating and putting a story together, you want to have a beginning, a middle, and an ending. Yeah. You always try to, and, and you have to fill in everything from there. And and what I try to do is I'll get when I get my storyline, you know, and I'll just keep going back and forth with it, back and forth with it until I get to a certain point. And I know you just got that feeling when you know this is it. And when I wrote this book, when I wrote Beneath the Surface of the Skin, I knew that I wanted to touch a certain, you know, ethnic background, a, a certain gender, you know, even with the kids. So with this book, a teenage, a teenager can read it from a teenager to a grandmother from a teenage um, guy to a grandfather. So it's, it's going to touch on a lot of bases. I just can't wait to everybody get it and read it and um, send those reviews. Let me know what you think. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I always, it's very interesting to me because you say when you're sitting on the job, you're thinking of um, titles to books. So when you say sitting on the job, what job would that be? What was it that you dreamed of being? Because not everybody dreams of being an author. So when you were little Alan in North Carolina, what was you dreaming of being? Well, I, I played baseball for a lot of years. And, okay. and and once I came out of my situation, you know, I started driving trucks. And so when I drive trucks, I got my notepad with me and I also have my, my laptop. And so sometimes I may sit down and jot down some things and, and stuff like that. But other than that, it's like my mother told me that, I, you know, she's, she saw it in me before I even ever picked up a pen. And she always told me, she said, that, you know, your voice is going to be heard by a lot of people. And I never understood that until after she had passed away. So I just, mm. five years after she passed away, I picked up a pen. And in 2007, I thought about it. And, I, and you know, I couldn't do nothing but smile. Because she had showed, she seen the vision before it was even had even came into fruition. Wow, I love that. It was mothers always know though. I tell yeah, my son all the time. Is something, yes. My son calls me and he gets so downtrodden about something that's going on. I tell him, I said, "Boy, you don't even realize the anointing that is on your head." I said, don't even worry about what someone's going to tell you because they cannot touch the anointing that was put on your head whenever yeah. you came into this world. So just ignore it. So a mother knows. A mother knows. And she knew that you was going to write this book and you were going to touch somebody's life. That's amazing. Uh -huh. And I love that. And I think that people that have, you know, the biggest stories to tell are the ones that have a journey to go through in life as well. They have these journeys that they have to go through before they start writing sometimes. So, and we've got uh, Elizabeth here putting the, the thank you, Elizabeth, for putting that out there for me. I, I did get it right. Playtimemm.com. I've been practicing. I've been practicing making sure that I got some stuff right. That's all so walking in direction. She'd be on it. I know, right? She yes. she gets make sure that I'm on it too because um she makes sure that she, when she books you guys I have everything because she knows that I get a little goofy sometimes because I'm all over the place. I get a little scatterbrained and I forget my words. That's why I'm kind of rambling right now, which happens every once in a while. So <laughs> so what is what is your wish for this book? Like a lot of people say I want to be a bestseller. I want to maybe be a six-figure author. What do you want this book to accomplish? 
I just, I really, to be honest with you, it's not really about how much money I can make off the book, but if I can reach a person and, and change somebody, even a family, you know, yeah. everybody's, you know, going through something. This book right here gonna touch on, touch basically with basically every family. They are going through something that's dealing with this book. And if it can make somebody turn around and say, well, you know, you know, I'm, this is not right. Let's come together as a family, you know, even bring the children back together and things mm -hmm. like that. I'm satisfied with that. Yeah. You know, I write a sequel to it tomorrow. If I knew it was doing, if it was helping, you know, the community like that. And in my community, they're shocked and they haven't even read the book yet. It's going to really, it's going to really blow their mind when they read the book and they're going to say he wrote that. And that's what I'm anxious and waiting for. If I can get that, the riches don't mean nothing to me. Yeah. We're, I'm actually, I joined a, trilo a trilogy. Gosh, where's my words? I joined an anthology and it's called Shades of Love. And all the authors that joined in are writing stories. Obviously, anthology is a bunch of th stories brought together. But it's it's interracial. Every story in it has to be interracial. So every story mm -hmm. in it has to be about bringing people together across all of the culture lines. Exactly. So when you talk about this book, I love that because I don't think that people need to be separated just based on culture or based on color in any exactly. way, shape or form. I think that love finds its way regardless of who you are. My kid's father was African-American. He was born in Kenya. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my husband now is Hispanic, Tejano, born mm -hmm. here in Texas. His mother's from Mexico. And I think that everybody should find love where love is. And I think that the title of this book speaks volumes beneath the surface of the skin. Like you hear it and you just automatically just, it punches you. I'm sorry. Yes. I thought I had all my volumes off with my son right there. Um, but it, it just punches you in the chest and you're like, oh, it says something. But what, but when I, I want to know, because a lot of people, they write within the genre that they read. Me, myself, I read every genre that's out there because I'm an exploratory mind and I love uh -huh. exploring everything because I'm so inquisitive, sometimes to my own fault. But what genre do you read? What intrigues you about a story? The genre on this book, I would say it's like, it's, it's kind of versatile, but because it can reach all journals, journals, but I like to say it's basically a, not really a mainstream, but a mainstream because anybody can read the book. It's not, I wouldn't say a urban, like, you know, urban lit and stuff like that, but yeah. it's a book that it's going to reach the masses. You know, it's hard to kind of explain or you know, put it in just one gender mm -hmm. because of all, all the different avenues that, you know, it's going to attack. But um, I would say, it will be closer to mainstream than any other gentry. Okay, definitely. Now, if you had any advice for another author that's out there who who has a love for writing or has a story inside of them, what would your advice be for them? I can't say that again. Okay, so if you if there was another, I'm so, I started getting quiet again, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If there was another author out there. Uh -huh. that wanted to write a book. They had a story inside of them that they feel needs to be out there because it speaks kind of like your book. It's it's just talking about just love. Well, I, and 
Go ahead. Uh, my, if, a, if somebody out there just has a story and they can't write, I would suggest that they reach out to somebody who can ghostwrite for them, mm-hmm. who can put it, put, you know, pen to paper. Um, but, you know, to be honest with you, everybody basically has a story. Yeah. And it's about being able to put pen to paper. And if they can't put pen to paper, if they have a story, you know, it's, it's you have to just reach out to certain. If you know somebody that write, you know, myself, Tyrell, um, Elizabeth, Alonzo, and there's so many other people out there that write, you know, authors and stuff like that. So you just have to kind of get with the right one. If you connect and they can connect with, it's easy. It's just, uh, you know, just as far as the time and once you, if you're willing to put the time and everything in it, you can get it done. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, a lot of people like to say ghostwriters, you know, you're not really an author, but it's your story. You know, I mean, your story, there's a book um, found in the fountain back here. I wrote with my nephew. It, that's his story, uh-huh. but, he, but he couldn't organize it. He, he's 15. Um, he, he's special needs, but it's his story. He couldn't organize it. He didn't know how to publish it and, and things like that. But I put the stuff on the paper for him, but that's still his story. I don't think there's anything wrong with ghostwriting. And uh-huh. I think if you have that amazing story that needs to get out there, allow somebody. And, and just like Tyrell says right here, play tie office, ghostwriting stories, ghostwriting services. So if you have that amazing story that needs to be out there, why not let somebody get your story out there for you? It's, yeah, it's if, you have, if you have that story, definitely reach out to, to play time multimedia. Because um, we definitely do that. We take, we do that. That's one of our, our avenues. So yeah. yeah, definitely reach out to us. And um, with because I'm talent acquisition, and I know that Tyrell and Elizabeth they'll get with whoever, reach out to them, and they'll get back with me, and we'll just go from there. And there's nothing to and and for anyone to ever say that you're not an author if you had someone ghost write it for you. I'm telling you, there are books that all of Stephen King has had ghostwrite, James Patterson. A lot of those big name authors have, have ghostwriters. And another thing, you notice on some of the James Patterson books now, you know, James Patterson don't actually, ain't actually writing them now. He's just getting stories. I heard that. Because it's two people, you know, they got the, the actual author, on the, you know, yeah. on the book as well. And, and that's the thing. And that's a lot of people co-collaborate because if you have a wonderful story, but you don't have a lot of time, you co-collaborate and you get a, that. That's the wonderful piece of collaboration, but I'll get off my high horse. So my next question for you, I get uh-huh. on high horses every once in a while. And that's one of them because I heard that the other day. So I was like, Oh, they ghost wrote. It's not the same. I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah. When you have a beautiful mind, that doesn't mean that you should be held back because you don't have the time or the opportunity. Exactly. Beautiful mind is a beautiful mind. That's like saying somebody that lives in an underprivileged area shouldn't have an opportunity to go to college just because they don't have money. Crap. Anyways, I'm all, I really said I'm off this. Okay. What is, what is coming up next for Alan? What's your next project? Obviously it's going to be a while because you just um, set this book out into the world and we've got to get this one flying off the um, shelves and all that good stuff. But uh, every author has their next project already in their head. So do you have any upcoming projects yes. after this one? It, when I wrote the last words to be continued on this novel, I was already plotting on a, a, oh. a, 
a number two for this this you know this book right here so okay. i'll definitely be working on that and um i got another book you know called true revenge that i'm gonna do another sequel to that book as well it's actually two books and i'm gonna do the third copy to that so i got a lot that's um that's brewing right now so i'll be pretty busy then i'll be helping tyrell and elizabeth elizabeth with their stuff too as well so i'll be pretty busy i know for the rest of this winter so when the, when the weather changed again i start back kind of putting um pen to paper again okay so you guys heard it here you need to go purchase beneath the surface of the skin Most before the guys. before the next book comes out or you're going to be behind i will have read it before the next book comes out so don't ask me. I'm not going to tell you what happened. So <laughs> where can people reach you um, if they want to purchase the book and if they want to reach out and follow your individual author career? Okay, they can go to my Facebook page. My Facebook page is my name, Alan Little. Um, and I also have another Facebook page, which is Al the Author. And my IG is also Al the Author. So they can reach me there and you can know you can purchase the book at um www.playtimemultimedia.com and um just we waiting we ready awesome this is the part of the show alan where i take myself off the screen and this is your show you get two to three minutes to say whatever you want to say that we haven't covered in the show and you don't have to sit there and wonder if I'm going to talk loud enough and you can hear me or not. Everybody can hear you perfectly fine. So you got two to three minutes. The show is all yours. Talk about what you want to talk about for those two to three minutes that we may not have covered. Play tie beneath the surface of the skin, Alan Little, any of those things. And it's all over to you, Alan. Okay. Okay, guys. Um, as you know, I'm Alan Little, and I just want you guys to reach out to Playtime Motown Media. Um, we have a, um, a very diverse amount of books and everything. We're coming out with more. We have Just Like My Dad by Elizabeth Johnson and Tyrell Player. Um, you can go and purchase it there. And also, we have Beguiled by Alonzo Strange. Awesome reads, guys. And um, and I just dropped Beneath the Surface of the Skin, guys. And it's been, it's been kind of going off the shelves now. They just started sending books out through the mail and I appreciate everybody who purchased guys. It's an awesome read. Make sure you hit the reviews guys and let me know, you know, cause I take all criticism because that makes me better. That makes a better author. Once you, you know, if you see something that you said could have been done better, you know, I take those to heart and just guys just reach out and now I'll, I'll definitely look at all the reviews and everything like that. So just go to www.playtimemultimedia.com and you'll see all the books there. Also, my next project is gonna be um, probably, I'm thinking the sequel to this book, or we're gonna do a book off of my Country Boy series, which is Country Boy 4, uh, after we get everything situated with that, guys. And and you, like I said, you can reach me on, on Facebook at Alan Little. Um, it's two Alan Littles on there. One of them is my son, but you'll definitely, you'll see and you'll be able to tell the difference. And also, my IG is out of author. Guys, just come to me, comment, man. I love it. Um, I appreciate you, like I said, and um, I'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Appreciate everybody. Thank you. And thanks, CJ, for having me on here. I love this.
I think your mic off. I forgot to unmute myself, okay. Alan. Okay. I forgot to unmute myself. Y'all can <laughs> laugh at me later. That's okay. I'm used to it. I appreciate uh, you, Ellen. I appreciate everybody over it. It's mm -hmm. a bad night for me, obviously. And I still have one more show after this, but that's okay. I'm going to make it and then I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to have a better day tomorrow. You guys, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. I enjoyed it. it. I can't wait to come back. <laughs> yes, please come back. Come back for every book that you guys have. I appreciate Playtime Multimedia. I appreciate you. I appreciate every single book that you guys have coming out. Guys, don't forget to come back each week and watch us either live or the podcast right here on Facebook. Hopefully I'll have my mic on each time. You can ask Siri or Alexa to play the latest episode. Head to our website, catch our latest issue of the magazine where Tyrell and Elizabeth are the cover man and woman of issue number three. We want to continue making an author's dreams come true and providing them a platform to shine. We'll see you guys next time. If you appreciate conversations like we do and you want to become a better speaker, visit our friends Brendan and Vomsey of mastertalk.ca where they teach you how to use the power of your voice. Don't forget, stay awake with a nice cup of coffee from Third Day Coffee Seguin, the best cup of coffee on this side of heaven at thirddaycoffeeseguin.com. Until next time, my friends, I'm CJ. That's Alan. Go read his books. Beneath and, the surface of the skin. Yes. And right on. Bye, Alan. Bye, everybody. The Author's Porch is a certified veteran-hosted podcast. Show your support. Tune in, share, and subscribe.